are listening to Do We Like Murder, a segment of the Long Overdue podcast coming to you from Decatur, Texas, uh, Decatur Public Library. You are here with Denise Hi. and Brandon Hello. and myself, Dawn, and we are continuing our segment on the mafia. Mm-hmm. So, Mafia May. Mobster May. Mobster May. Mm-hmm. There you go. We've got it. <laughs> So this is just a topic that's just really fascinating. Yeah, that's true. So, of course, we are just all into the the true crime anyway. So I've done some research on more recent things. What what have you researched? Um, I looked up bizarre facts. (laughs) Famous gangsters. That's That's what I got. I got weird stuff. Weird stuff. Okay, I'm okay with that. So I was actually doing some research because y'all know I'm from Montana. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of try to feed off of that sometimes. And I wanted to know if there was any mafia in Montana. Mm -hmm. Um, So mafia is very Italian. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't think there's really like an Italian. Yeah. Anything. Community, community, anything up there uh, in Montana. So. Anyway, I did some research and sounds like a good enterprise opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna say, hey now, hey now, hey now. <laughs> so I found two things that that were very interesting. Mm-hmm. One is there is the Montana Mafia. So we, I found out that there is. I'm seeing now that it says Mountain Mafia, but there's Montana Mafia. Mm-hmm. It's an entertainment company. I thought it was pretty cool. So they don't have hitmen. Okay. <laughs> but Sounds like a cover, to be honest. Hiding in plain sight. Maybe. Maybe they <laughs> are. But I read a little bit, and this entertainment company is made up of, I think, four gentlemen from Montana who have just come together and work really well together. Um, the one gentleman said he uh, discovered Alan Jackson... And he's just worked with a lot of big mm. entertainers. One of them also said that he, uh, there was a photo of him with Brad Paisley. So, yeah, I thought wow. that was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so that's the mafia in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> because the only other thing I could find was somebody with the last name Montana. who <laughs> was from Italy. I don't think he ever went to Montana. (laughs) No. (laughs) So that's kind of where my research was was leading me. Yeah. I found somebody else with the last name Montana, and he is fascinating. Well, I don't know if he's... He kind of took the name. Or maybe people are comparing him to that. To the other Montana? Yes. Because this... um, Information I found was from 2020, February 2020. And, okay, so it's on the Sun website, so (laughs) (laughs) credibility may be questionable. We're a little skeptical, (laughs) but okay. (laughs) So they say that he's, his style is like Tony Montana, which is, I'm assuming, is that person Mm -hmm. that I had had researched because I don't remember his name but his actual name is Matteo Messina Denaro 
and he has killed lots of people. Mm. And they are comparing him actually to, well, like he's from the old mafia mm-hmm. and the new mafia. He's so that last com- connection between the two. So they're connect- con- comparing him to Tony Montana, which would be the character of Scarface in no. the movie Scarface. No, no, because I saw that too, and that is a fictional character. Yeah. This person was actually was a a real person yes in the early early 1900s yes and he he was from italy and so So i wonder if that's how that character got named it could have been but i was the original scarface movie that was done like in the 30s or 40s or something was about um al pacino oh capino capone what what did i just say <laughs> That's funny. So that makes a little that makes some sense there too. Yes. Um and you know it's funny how you see something on the internet and mm-hmm. then you try to go back to it and you can't find it again. So that's kind of what my issue is this morning. Um let me see. Now you've got me wondering and I think I really need to talk about who this person really is. <laughs> So, okay, so there's another mafia hitman who escapes from federal custody in Florida. This was in April of 2022. Oh, yes. Did they catch him? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they were talking about the Bureau of Indian Affairs, the Montana Mafia. Oh, what they call that. That's interesting, too. Okay. This is from Wikipedia. Giovanni Montagna. I'm sure I just didn't say that right, but they call him John C. And he was born July 1st, 1893 and died in March 18th, 1964 in Buffalo. Labor, racketeer, political fixer, and elected politician and he became an underboss oh yeah uh, consigliere of the buffalo crime family um, so he was born in sicily and he died in buffalo so that's mm-hmm. who i was thinking this guy was going after but it's not because his name is not Tony and it Giovanni you can't get Tony from that no and his nickname was what was it Johnny C John C John C well the word John and a, a middle initial C mm-hmm. <laughs> so um I think Giovanni just sounds cooler I do too I don't yeah. know why they wanted to Americanize some of their names Mm-mm. Well, at the time period, makes things easier. But Giovanni just sounds classy. Right? It, it probably didn't back then. That's true. So he started doing, you know, in bootlegging. And then, um, yeah, his he just continued to rise after that. Okay, so back to Matteo Messina Dinero. 
He's one of Italy's most wanted criminals and long-regarded Sicilian mafia's boss of bosses. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Right? He's a big deal. They called him the Playboy Mafia. Yeah, is he good looking? Um, he could pass that way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Certain angles, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would want to cross paths with him at all. <laughs> and so this was when he was younger. So th- these are some renderings of when he was older. Um, oh, okay. And they think that he may have had plastic surgery. Hmm. And that's why he's been able to evade capture yeah. for so long. Um, so there was a mafia judge in 1992, anti-mafia. So he was against them. Oh, okay. And he was assassinated in 1992. Mm-hmm. And they think that this guy was part of that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Killing. Yeah. And then he captured, and this sounds like a movie, so maybe he was has been in the movies. Um, he captured a boy, I don't know, early teens, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even younger than that. And he kidnapped him because he didn't want the child's dad to testify in court. So he kept the child for two years. Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And I do not know if the father testified or not. But the child died. Aww. Uh, let me see if I can find some more specific details on that. Okay, so it was an 11-year-old. And his name was Giuseppe De Matteo. Um, he was choked to death and disposed of in an acid bath. After he kept him for two years? Mm-hmm. Yep, because he didn't want his dad to testify. I can't believe that stuff like that still happens. Yeah, I'm guessing his dad did testify and that's why he got, <laughs> he got killed. See, I, I think either way that they were going to kill that kid. Mm-hmm. I don't think they had any intention of giving him back. But why would they have kept him alive for that long? Yeah. Well, maybe if they knew he was dead, the guy would go ahead and, and testify. Mm-hmm. So they had to keep him alive. And I don't know if it, while he was in their custody, uh, if they were torturing him mm-hmm. or if they were being nice and feeding him and he was watching TV and chilling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who knows? So, Mateo has a sister. Oh. Yeah? Yes. And she's pretty aggressive, I guess. <laughs> and she likes to throw her name around to get what she wants, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. <laughs> to kind of share what, you know, who she's related to. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what, uh, where she lives. But they were talking about her using her eyes to communicate. (laughs) (laughs) And 
they said it's a Sicilian thing. I don't think it's a Sicilian <laughs> no. thing. I think a lot of people, women especially, mm-hmm. can say a lot with their eyes. Yep. Facial expressions. Um, so, yeah. he. I don't know. He's like 58 now. And... Uh, I don't know. They were talking about this other guy, Giovanni Brusca, who's killed 200. <laughs> and oh. that, that Armateo guy is, has run along with him. And there was a bombing in, uh, well, a campaign against or across Florence, uh, Milan, and Rome. And they think that he was involved in that. And then he went into hiding. But he's kind of like more of a, he's not like in the countryside chilling and all that. He's more of a bling person. Oh, like a city guy? Yeah. The party scene yeah. kind of thing. Um, calling him the last Mohican <laughs> of the old mafia. I don't know how I want to take that. <laughs> So I don't know. He he feels like that he's not a bad person, that he's not doing anything bad. Mm. He just feels like that's the way life is, I guess. And you just do what you got to do. Yeah. Mm. But I don't understand how he can do that and nobody else can. Because right. if anybody says anything bad against him, then they're going to be, they're going to disappear <laughs> into an acid bath. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Very interesting. Yes, because he's alive and well. Yes. Out there in hiding. You don't need to advertise this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Giovanni. (laughs) (laughs) So let's not. um, What what was I going to say? Maybe I should put a picture up. (laughs) (laughs) So if he walks in. Well, no. We know. Though we don't actually know what he looks like. <laughs> that's right, because the police can't even find yeah. him. Plastic surgery and all. That's right. Okay, so Dominic Tadeo, he's 64. And he was, uh, he pled guilty in 92. He killed three people. In the 1980s mob wars. In New York. So he was in prison and racketeering charges, killed three men. He escaped on my birthday. Oh. This year. I know. (laughs) Uh, He was in medium security in Florida. And they were transferring him to a halfway house. I know. This sounds like. They sa- it sounds like he was getting off very light. A halfway house? Medium security? Uh-huh. Yeah. How would you get out? Mm-hmm. I mean, you see all the movies and how people escape from mm-hmm. transportation and all that. And so maybe he was paid off, the, the guards. Or, or they took him to the doctor's office. He went in. Had to and go to the bathroom and slipped out the back door. Yeah. And he was gone. And his prison 
Or he had Close. to get like x-rays or something. You can't be in there when he's getting an x-ray. That's right. <laughs> but that he didn't kill door. anybody to get out. No, it just sounds like he, he walked right on out. Hmm. So last year he was um, denied his request. And I've never heard this before. Compassionate release. Mm-hmm. Reject- well, yeah, okay. So they rejected his claim that health problems, including hypertension, obesity, put him at risk for COVID-19. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, there's a couple of things that fall under compassionate release. Um, like if you have a parent that's dying or something like that, if you're dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're saying that he had no no history. Or it's like, oh, you're overweight? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Too bad, so sad. Yeah. Um, so yeah um, I this was not the same dude that just escaped from prison with the lady right no, <laughs> no. this guy was a lot older yes um, that was wild right <laughs> so that just shows that they can find somebody to help them mm-hmm. there's somebody who's always willing um, so yeah, he's out there from Florida. Don't know where he's at. So he is still at large. As far as I know, he's at large. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what do you think about that? Uh, so at large means... We're not talking about his weight anymore anymore. Right? <laughs> no, that does not mean his weight. <laughs> but that's the other thing, you know, at large, maybe he really was pretty heavy. <laughs> I don't know. I did not see a photo of him in here. Which is kind of odd if he's it escaped. Is. Yeah. Like, his how is there not a picture? And maybe they don't want anybody to know, but that just seems ridiculous. Mm-hmm. If, uh, yeah, if we're trying to find him. Yeah. I mean, 64 is not old. No. I know that if you're in your 20s or 30s listening to this, you think that that is really old. <laughs> <laughs> but as you get older, you realize it's not really that old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially now, people are living longer. Yeah. So why are you looking at me that way, Brandon? I, I'm i just, you know, I, I have two people to look at in the room. He's <laughs> all like, we're old <laughs> and I can't. And I, can't, I'm I should not. make not comments about. I, about I can't how, say anything. Old. I think I'm 10 years younger than the next oldest person. <laughs> here, so. Okay. Yeah. That was warranted, I guess. <laughs> All right, so what you got, Denise? Okay, so I found this article on Ranker. It is nine utterly bizarre facts about famous gangsters. Bizarre facts. I, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So the first one, Charlie Luciano, uh, he got an STD on purpose to dodge the draft. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> now, how would you find out? I mean, how would you seek that out? Do you have an STD? Do you have an STD? So, Charlie Lucky Luciano, he, uh, let's see, he was, 
eventually deported. So anyway, various biographers have apparently discovered all kinds of things about him. But one of the stories that seems to be the most bizarre is that he dodged the draft in World War One. Okay. He was 19. Mm-hmm. And he was petrified that his finances would be lost should he go off to war, you know, overseas. Okay. Didn't really sound like he was all that worried about, like, being in a war. Uh-huh. He was just like, but my money. So what year was this? 1930-something, you said? Yeah, World War One. Okay. So, no, that was the 14, 19. 19, yeah. 14. Yeah, and he was 19, so he was pretty young. Um. His friends advised him that a hearty case of the clap would do the trick <laughs> and allow him to stay at home. Uh-huh. At first, he was like, no, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but then his friend of young Bugsy Siegel convinced him and was like, see that lady over there? She's a lady of the evening. And so Luciano avoided the draft and got it worked. And yep. Okay. STD. Does it still work? <laughs> I you know That's I don't know question. I don't know how you dodge a draft. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess no, we are not drafted anymore. But what I was wondering is if it would keep you out of the military if you had such medical conditions. Uh, uh, that's just a good question. Uh, <laughs> we all look at Brandon like, you have an answer for us? <laughs> like, did they have those on the questionnaire? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, it did. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. I mean, they've got to be thorough with their mm-hmm. information, but still. Yeah. Okay, nothing is private with the government. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So speaking of Bugsy Siegel... He apparently tried using magic to fix his hairline. (laughs) Okay. Yep. He was a very vain man from what his biographers claim. Um, He. So this was in one of his biographies. We only kill each other. Um, Siegel was obsessed with his looks. He was a very vain man. Mm -hmm. And so he was worried when his. He thought his hairline started to recede. Yeah. So he cut off another man's hair, <gasps> went home and burned the hair and some kind of magical ritual mm-hmm. to try to get his hair to thicken up. Why didn't he just glue it on his head? It would have worked better. <laughs> it didn't work. His okay. hair continued to thin. <laughs> the other guy's hair stayed nice and thick. Oh, the other guy didn't even Who die. Knows? I mean, no. did he scalp him at all, no, or did he just, he just okay? Because like, <laughs> I'm thinking snip, like snip some hair. Bad. Things. I think he just needs a little bit for okay. his little magical ritual. Got it. Anyway, it didn't work. <laughs> well, maybe that's why, because he didn't scalp him and then he try to implant hair. it on his head. <laughs> that's where my brain went. <laughs> it's the mob. What do you? What just do you expect? Too. Like, can I have some of your hair for my weird? <laughs> my weird magical ritual <laughs> also I, I doubt anybody would say no <laughs> they'd be like okay <laughs> and would he well obviously he told somebody that yes, he was for doing it to this. be discovered in a and put into a biography yeah, yeah. i mean i i would have thought that they would have kept that pretty hush hush <laughs> i just need your hair what for uh, i'm not gonna tell you <laughs> 
Not that, your business. Yeah. Not that, oh, I'm going to use magic to grow my hair. Weird. <laughs> uh, John Dillinger once escaped prison using a block of wood. Okay. So this one to me didn't seem so bizarre. Mm-hmm. He had a block of wood. He carved it into the shape of a gun. And, <laughs> and when, you know, people thought that it was real. It was real. And I'm like, that. I mean, yeah, okay. It's a little weird, but you go up behind a guard and you, you know, put something on his back and you think it's a gun. Yeah. Okay. So how did he have something to carve the wood? Very good question. Well, how did that modern day mobster get into medium <laughs> security? <laughs> like people just do things, I guess. Oh, they might have like some sort of wood carving program in a prison somewhere. Mm-hmm. You'd think that. Well, okay, but they during in the program, I doubt they would let him carve a gun. So he would have had to have snuck that carving tool out. Mm-hmm. So why didn't he just use that as his weapon of choice? Maybe yeah. he maybe he painted the wood and it was like black and maybe <laughs> it really looked like a gun. <laughs> Which is probably more intimidating from a distance, mm-hmm. definitely, than a small little carving tool. Yeah. Okay. Al Capone accidentally shot himself in the groin. <laughs> Ouch. Because he put his gun in his pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, is that really what happened? So, see. Apparently, this ha- he shot himself more than once. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, let's see. He was getting out of a car when the gun he always carried on his person discharged and shot himself in the groin. So yeah, it was probably in his pants. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't have been in a holster. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. It would have been more protected there anyway. But he also shot himself when he put his gun in his golf bag and he <laughs> and he was out playing golf. He shot himself into, I don't think in the groin, but. (laughs) Okay. Learn some gun safety, mobsters. (laughs) I know you like killing things and killing people, but you still have to practice some safety. He shot himself at least twice. (laughs) Not very smart. Mm -mm. Maybe guns were not as safe back then. Is that true, Brandon? Uh, you know, they're safer nowadays. Yeah. But they're still, it's still, you know, just a toggle. Yeah. Toggle on, toggle off. Yep. Interesting. So. Yep. Um, Prohibition kingpin Arnold Rothstein never drank alcohol. He made a bunch of booze for other people. I was going to say he was a uh, <laughs> prohibitionist. What you, bootlegger. That's bootlegger. what I was looking for. Yep. Um, yeah, he apparently is considered the father of the mob as we know it. Okay. And what's this guy's name? Arnold Rothstein. Why is he not more n- known then? Well, apparently never heard he um, they made that whole show Boardwalk Empire that was based on him. Oh, so. Well, that doesn't seem. He was also known either. as Big Brain. <laughs> Big Brain. He is perhaps most infamous for fixing the 1919 World Series. Oh. But he was also the king of prohibition. 
and was behind a great deal of New York's bootlegging empire in the Roaring Twenties. But he was a teetotaler. He never drank alcohol himself. Instead, his drink of choice was milk. I love it. He drank a huge quantity of milk. He also frequently suffered from stomach trouble. Oh, he was lactose intolerant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor guy. Yep. Which I think that's funny. You're probably a better business person if you are not going to get drunk or be drunk all the time. Definitely, you know. I think that's a general rule in this kind of thing. You know. Yeah. Don't don't use your own supply. Exactly. (laughs) So, like in drugs and everything, that person is usually not into that stuff. They just want the cash. Mm -hmm. So the other thing about Arnold Rothstein is that when he was three years old, he tried to kill his brother. What? (laughs) At three? What? at three. Tell me about that. So he was extremely jealous, uh-huh. especially of his brother who was getting more attention than him. Older than him or um, younger? I it think say? it's younger. Okay. And so he would always feel like his brother was the one that was getting all the love and no one loved mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And his father apparently once found him hovering over his brother's bed with a knife with full intention to kill his brother dang so yeah he was a (laughs) he was a very jealous child okay so somebody knew knife safety because he knew that if you cut something it would die (laughs) at three years old three yes wow yeah I don't know where you'd go from there as a parent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well. And what do I do with this demon child? <laughs> right? Mickey Cohen was a devoted dog dad. So Mickey Cohen was Los Angeles' version of Capone. He took over Los Angeles, the Los Angeles scene following the demise of his mentor, Bugsy Siegel. He hopped in and out of jail. Um, so he was very vicious, ruling the L.A. scene with an iron fist. Mm-hmm. But he was a devoted father to his dog, Tuffy. Aww. Yeah, The dog was perhaps even more beloved than Cohen's wife. I can believe that. <laughs> Knowing, like, mafia tough guy people. Yep. Cohen was so devoted to his pup that he even built a miniature version of his own bed for the dog to sleep on. <laughs> yep. Okay, first of all, I have to go back and qualify what I just said. <laughs> Knowing mafia people. I don't know mafia people. Just, <laughs> just from what we've seen. <laughs> yes. Knowing of them. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Okay. Tuffy was tough. There was a bomb that took out part of the Cohen's house. Tuffy came out unharmed. (laughs) Way to go, Tuffy. Yep. So, yeah. Loved his dog. So, who died first? Uh, Who knows? I'm Probably Tuffy. Yeah, I was curious if he was stuffed or something. Yeah. Oh, no. These are just little tidbits of of things. Yeah. (laughs) Al Capone's family, or friends, called him Snorky. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So apparently Snorky at that time was slang for a well-dressed gentleman. Oh. So it's not a bad name. I don't even know what that would mean if somebody called you that now. <laughs> yeah. What would you think that would mean if, if somebody called you? You said snorky, right? Snorky. Yeah. It reminds you of like a snorkel swimming. Mm-hmm. Slang in the 30s was weird. I'm just going to say. Because yeah. I'm like snorky. Yeah. It means a well-dressed gentleman. All right, so we're going to revive Snorky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking quite snorky today. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how to use it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's what I got. Very interesting, weird, weird things. They are weird. So the whole, you know, I had to tell my dad about Scarface Mm -hmm. you know and we talked about this last time you know why did they call Al Capone Scarface and it's because he had a scar on his face Mm -hmm. but how did he get it Uh, bar fight he had with an insulted woman's brother yep and the guy slashed him (laughs) so yep all very fascinating all kinds of tidbits i'm sure yeah so i would like to know of tidbits for our modern day (laughs) uh how many of them have tried to perform magical rituals (laughs) for anything (laughs) well you know that kind of goes back to your um psychic stuff what Mm -hmm. did we talk about last time the the haunted mansion where the guy performed a hit it was paranormal day uh-huh. that's what it was yeah yeah okay but it definitely had a bunch of other stuff going on there like getting an std to dodge the draft <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> You have to live with that for the rest of your life. It doesn't just go away. Well, something. I'm guessing because I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah living with cowardice sucks. Oh. <laughs> mm, that's true. Okay. So I, I just read a little bit more and I figured out who Tony Montana is. Or mm-hmm. Montagna. He's Mon- just Montana? the fictional character yeah. in the movie. So, yeah. It was not John C. Yeah. At all. Um, and Al Pacino played him. And if this is a picture of Al Pacino, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back when he did that movie. Yeah. He looks a lot different. I don't think I ever, I never saw that movie. Really? I, I, Scarface or whatever. I, isn't that what it was called? Mm-hmm. I never saw that. Yeah, me neither. Wow. Might need to, need to watch it. Yeah. And The Godfather? Never seen it. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I mean, these are like classic movies, and so many like little mm-hmm. sayings have come from them. Yeah. I mean, I finally watched The Sopranos. I have no idea how that ties into The Godfather, but 
I don't. Now to go back and watch it, mm-hmm. is it black and white or is it just old? What? The Godfather. The Godfather? No, it's just old. Okay. It's hard to watch some of those movies. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. <clears throat> but these people are not nice. <laughs> no. And they are still around. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. So. All right. So you've been listening to Do We Like Murder? A segment of the Long Overdue podcast coming to you from Decatur, Texas, Decatur Public Library. Catch you next time. Bye.